This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to this edition of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I am your host, John Solberg, and this edition is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. The Butcher Shop is home of the A9 Master Kobe Briskets, where they are always hand-picked. This father and son team has operated this retail meat market in Pensacola, Florida for the past 15 years. Kevin and Jordan ship nationwide to the biggest names in barbecue. The A9 brisket won both sides of the American Royal Cook-Off, and that happened in 2019. They also ship some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings of their backyards. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, always hand-picked just for you. Now, are you into wild game items? Bison, venison, elk, camel, even ostrich. Have you been searching for those 10 to 12 pound boneless turkey breasts featured on Hotter Barbecue, right? The Butcher Shop has them in stock and they are ready to ship to you today. So whether you're looking for the best competition, briskets, ribs, or pork butts, or you just want to have a better option to cook in the backyard, give The Butcher Shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Or you can get a hold of them on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. And this is what is going on today here on the show. Taken from June the 6th, 2015, the good doctor himself, Ray Lampy, is in. Greg and Ray are going to catch up on just some good old stuff. Let's just get right into it. Here's Greg and Ray from June the 2nd, 2015. Ray, one of the other things I wanted to ask you about, uh, and I, I can't believe I forgot to mention as I was going through the introduction here, Hall of Famer Ray Lampy. Um, one of the, uh, is it... Uh, announcements, uh, and it was done by himself, uh, Stephen Reichlin, uh, that he's going to be going in as a uh, Hall of Fame inductee 2015 this year at the American Royal under, which I could not believe, the celebrity slash humanitarian category, which I was supposed to go under this year. Nevertheless, if I heard it's, the vote was close. If, it's, if, it's, if I have to get beaten out by one guy, I mean, I guess it's Stephen Reichlin. Uh, but in all seriousness, you know, Even you, you're okay with that one, Greg. Uh, this time, yes. Uh, next year, I, I can't think of anybody that should be beating me. So, Stephen Reichland was the only one hanging out there that I was going to be okay with. Um, you look at his career in barbecue and and the legacy that he's leaving and what he's still currently doing. Even as, and I always say, you know, let's do away with those categories and let's just usher in, you know, three, four, five people a year just as they are because people know who they are and they should be in there. Um, I'll still say you should be a pit master and I still say that Adam Perry Lang should go in as a pit master and Stephen Reichland should go as a pit master. But I mean, he's seen a lot of business. I mean, you could make an argument that he could probably go in uh, maybe even as, as all three to, because he's so successful in a lot of different areas. Nevertheless, well, I think that's a lot of guys are fitting into more than one category. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and you're making my point for me, so I thank you for that. Uh, but, I mean, as you as you kind of look at what he has been able to accomplish over his career, I mean, there's, is, is there anybody more deserving than Stephen Reichland to, to finally get this honor? 
Well, you know, it's hard to say, is there anybody? Because there's we're so late in doing this that there's a lot of people that belong in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. But I don't know how anybody could even. I mean, Stephen, first time I met Stephen, I thanked him for opening all the doors that I get to walk through. And, you know, I, a lot of people thank me in that fashion. Stephen was there before I was. And and uh, I remember when I got my first book deal, they wanted me to write three books because Stephen's books were just starting to kick ass. And, and they thought, you know, we got to jump on this bandwagon. We need somebody to do that for us. And and I'm not the prolific writer that Stephen is. I mean, he writes uh, his books are just over the top compared to what anybody else writes. And, uh, and I, you know, I mean, I've obviously made a career out of it, but I've never scratched what he's done in the cookbook business. Um, and uh, he certainly deserves it. Uh, Ray Lampy joining us here on the show for the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment. AskADRBBQ.com if you want to write in and have a question answered by Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy. I do have uh, one question, by the way, uh, Ray, that came in that I want to ask you about since we missed it last time. Uh, and it, this one, since it's getting, well, I mean, in Cleveland, it's not getting any warmer out. I mean, it was 45 freaking degrees here last night, if you can believe it. People were covering their shrubs June 1st. I couldn't believe it because they're afraid of the frost that's coming. But inevitably, at some point, it will get warmer here, and people are going to be outdoors cooking more and more. So people want to do burgers. And so the question is, ask Ray if you can have him give us what he thinks is the best burger recipes. And, of course, starting out with that base, you know, meat and fat and should you grind your own and shouldn't you grind your own, all that good stuff. I'll tell you exactly what I do. Now, when I go to – we got Publix is the main grocery store here. They have chuck, round, sirloin, and they have something they call market ground beef. What that is is the trimmings that they're grinding in the store because they do, you know, they don't they don't cut up animals, but they still cut up those prime the primal pieces. And there's a lot of scrap, and they do grind that up, and and it's actually store ground meat. It's a combination of probably all pretty good stuff, and I buy that all the time, and I'm totally happy with it. So if your store, ask the guy because that chuck that that round and that sirloin at Publix is all coming out of a big tube got ground somewhere far away. They'll regrind it to make it look like it just got ground, but that stuff is not getting ground at the store the first time. So don't buy that stuff. Now, if you can find meat that's being ground at the store, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I rarely grind meat. I ground some pork today to make Italian sausage. Um, and I'll, so I, I'm, I'm fully set up to ground beef if I feel like it, but I don't see the reason to. I can get that good ground market beef. And I will make, I have a scale in my kitchen. The patties will all weigh exactly the same. And I patty them out by hand and push it down in the middle. And I got a big green egg and it's hot as hell. And I grill them. And for me, it's usually Swiss cheese on there and some bacon. Toast the bun. Don't don't cheap out on that. Make sure you toast the bun. I don't like a lot of toppings on mine. But um, like I was saying, make it kind of simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make a damn meatball burger. Don't smash it down and put take your thumb and push a big hole down in the middle. Don't let Ted Reeder hear you say that. Oh my God, he does those flip top head burgers that look like, you know, uh, they look like softballs on steroids or so. But he's stuffing them full of like Oz hockey puck stuff in them. I mean, he's that guy's a crazy man in a good way, isn't he? I've cooked a lot of different things with Teddy. He's nuts. Yeah, he, uh, absolutely. There is, you will never meet anybody more creative than <laughs> Ted Reader in the kitchen. He is a fun dude. When it comes to finishing temperatures of the burger, do you look to hit a, a certain temperature? Is it just a feel thing, or is it just strictly time because you know the heat you're dealing with? Um, I like a medium rare. Yeah, I can usually tell just by temp or feel. 
but you want to get it caramelized. You know, make sure your grill's hot. If you don't get some good crunch on the outside, um, nah, I don't know, probably 125, 30 degrees. I like them pretty rare. I mean, you're still living, so I mean, it could be a, a dumb question, but I mean, do you ever? I mean, you always hear about you got to take ground beef to 175 degrees or you know whatever it is to make sure that you're killing out the nasty 155 um i mean do do you worry about i mean medium rare is like 125 degrees or 130 degrees or something like that no i mean i'm pretty sure something else is going to get me before rare ground beef does i i doubt that that's what'll end up killing me so nah, i'm not scared of it i mean I, i mean i'm careful when i serve it to people you know, a lot of that stuff, if you ever go take the food service classes and you read through the lines, you know, you if you have children, if you have people that are immune compromised, if you have old people eating, you know, they're they're much more susceptible to that stuff. And, and it does happen. But people do get sick. I mean, healthy people get sick, too. But I, I just figured, if, you know, the, the way I've lived my life. Uh, if I die from eating a raw hamburger, <laughs> I, I'll be really surprised. Uh, you're going to be doing the other two grill stocks. Uh, in the near term, what are you going to be doing here that we can catch up with you? Um, I was in Sports Illustrated last week. I don't know if you saw that. Swimsuit cover? No, no, unfortunately. Oh, they wanted no. me for a swimsuit. I couldn't make it. I'm in this one here. Uh, they did a, an advertorial by, paid for by the pork board, and Sports Illustrated called me. And interviewed me and did a whole grilling thing and featured my new book, Flavorize, which was really cool. Awesome. I mean, Sports Illustrated, that, you know, we've all been reading it since we're kids. Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. So that was a very fun one. Are you watching the new season of Barbecue Pitmasters or could you care less? I haven't had a chance. Um, Leanne's a good friend of mine. So Sandy taped that one for me while I was in England and I'll watch that one. But, um, I, you know, for me, every time I watch it, I see these guys cooking the same damn thing, you know. Um I feel sorry for Myron and Mo and Tuffy having to act like it's something different every time. Paycheck's a paycheck, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nobody wants to say it. All right. And there's a little taste of Ray Lampy and Greg's visit from June the 2nd, 2015. Head over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Check out the rest of the show. While you're over there, hit that search box up. Find something. You want your very own custom-made best moment show? Shoot me an email, John, J-O-N, John, at thebbqcentralshow.com. Want to remind you, you can also save 10% off your entire order at the Butcher Shop, the home of the A9 Master Kobe Briskets, by mentioning the Barbecue Central Show. Get a hold of them on Facebook, facebook.com slash thebutchershop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again very soon.